and your dad seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. Gilmore Tuttle! Finger pointing and name calling. Andre Poodle Lucier! Thank you. Back end of a boost. Sasquatch. Ogie Ogilvar! It's all about the flow. And the snow. Shut up. Play hockey. What's up everybody, Buzz here, representing the Under Channel for our look at the 2020-2021 NHL season weekend review around the league. I did my Red Wings video, so if you are a Red Wings fan and want to hear what I said about the current week that the Red Wings had, which wasn't a great one, check that out over on the Under Channel's YouTube channel as well as uh, Spotify and other places where podcasts go through your ears because I like talking hockey so if I like talking hockey I hope you like listening to hockey because that's what we're here for hockey and this is the Around the League episode for the weeks of January 24th to January 30th we're closing out January with a bang the second full week of the NHL, about two and a half weeks now into the current season. So we got some stuff to look at. I have the updated updated standings for all four divisions. Do a little bit something different this week instead of reading the whole list of teams or records and everything. Just kind of kind of, you know, read the top four, the playoff teams. If the playoffs were to start today, what their record is, how many points. And then I'll just say followed by such and such teams in the order, but I'm not going to really go too much into their records and point-wise and stuff like that. So, without further ado, let's get into it. I'm going to start with the North Division, the All-Canadian Division, which seems like it's a pretty hot division so far at the beginning. A couple of the higher point teams are out of the North, and as of right now, the number one team is the Toronto Maple Leafs with a 7-2-1 record, 15 total points there. The second team in the North is the Montreal Canadiens with a 5-1-2 record with 12 points. And the Vancouver Canucks are third with a 6-5-0 record with 12 points. And fourth place is the Winnipeg Jets, who are 5-3-0 with 10 points, followed by Edmonton in sixth, Calgary in, or I'm sorry, Edmonton in fifth, Calgary in sixth, and Ottawa in seventh. Last place and last place by a lot. Over in the central, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets with a 4-2-3 record with 11 points. Those overtime losses are definitely helping them there. The Florida Panthers, who are 4-0-1, who have not lost in regulation yet, with 9 points, are in 2nd place. The Tampa Bay Lightning, who are 4-1-1, are in 3rd place with 9 points. And the Dallas Stars are in 4th place with a 4-1-0 record with 8 points. Followed by Carolina in 5th, Nashville in 6th, Chicago in 7th, and Detroit Red Wings in 8th. Over out west, we have the Colorado Avalanche with a 6-3-0 record with 12 points. The Vegas Golden Knights with a 5-1-1 record with 11 points. The St. Louis Blues, who are 5-2 with 11 points, are in 3rd. And in 4th, the Minnesota Wild, who are 5 Four and O with ten points, followed by LA in fifth, Anaheim in sixth, Arizona in seventh, and San Jose in eighth. 
And lastly, we have the East Division, which is led by the Chicago the Washington Capitals, I'm sorry, who are 6-0-3, another team that has yet to lose in regulation with 15 points. Philadelphia Flyers in second, who are 6-2-1 with 13 points. The Boston Bruins, who are 5-1-2 with 12 points. And in fourth place, the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are 5-3-1 with 11 points, followed by the Buffalo Sabres in fifth, the New Jersey Devils in sixth, the New York Islanders in 7th, and the New York Rangers in 8th place in the Eastern Division. So that is the current standings as of, like I said, January 30th, which is the last day of the week on this episode. So uh, I'm going to do something a little different instead of doing my three stars for the week because I haven't really been able to watch a lot of non you know, Detroit Red Wings games, just been busy a lot with stuff during the week. So instead of doing my three players of the week, because I guess I didn't watch as many, I'm just going to go over the top three in points just overall in the NHL. Just a little bit easier to track without me being able to watch a bunch of games. So, uh, number one, Mr. Connor McDavid out of the Edmonton Oilers. Seven goals and ten assists for 17 points overall. Had a beaut of a goal against Toronto uh, this past week. This, this guy is, is all that in a bag of potato chips. He is definitely as advertised. Uh, number two, his teammate, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, also of the Edmonton Oilers. He has six goals and nine assists for 15 points. So only two points behind Mr. McDavid there. Probably the best one-two punch in the NHL. And also the points say it because they are number one and number two in points. So how Edmonton is fifth place in the north, uh, they're only, you know, by a couple points. Just they lost a couple extra games. That uh, six, six losses is definitely hurting them. How that's happening with those two guys being tops in points, I don't know. Definitely had them kind of being, you know, this being a Toronto and Edmonton dominated division with the rest kind of following through. Like I said, it's only two and a half weeks. So they'll hopefully pick it up here as the season goes. But definitely crazy to see that uh, the top two scorers currently are on a team that are, uh, aren't even in the playoffs. So, But it's Connor McDavid on the intro, so, so what do you expect? Like I said, one of the best one-two punches in the NHL currently. And number three, we have Mitchell Marner from the Toronto Maple Leafs. All the teams, are all, all the top three are in the Canadian division. He has five goals and nine assists for 14 points. So that is your top three point getters as of the week of the 24th to the 30th of January. Next week, we'll see who, who gets the, the top prize of top goal scorer of the week once uh, next week's episode happens. Will it be those three? Most likely the way that they play? Probably. So, headlines. I got a couple of headlines that kind of key stories that are kind of coming out of the NHL this week. The first one is the Vegas outbreak. We had Dallas who started the season off with the COVID issues. Now they've kind of recovered. They're starting to play now and they're doing fairly well with only the one loss and four wins. 
now it's Vegas, which is coming at a bad time because the Vegas Golden Knights were actually one of the better teams in the NHL, being 5-1-1. It's a tough time for them to have this issue because this is something that could derail their momentum. They are definitely have been, you know, looked upon as a Stanley Cup favorite. Not really saying this changes much, but it's definitely going to kind of, you know, derail their momentum because they're going to be sitting out. I know as of right now, the two they're going to be missing two games this week, I believe, for February 1st and February 3rd's games. Can't remember who they're playing off the top of my head, but those games have been postponed. They'll have to be made up at a further uh, determined time. Now, I don't know if that's the end of it, if they're going to be able to come back, but as of right now, those two games, the 1st and the 3rd of February, have been postponed. They had a big outbreak with their coaches to where they had to bring in their minor league coaching staff to coach one of their games, and then I know one of their star defensemen, Alex Petrangelo, had to go into COVID protocol as well. So it kind of looked like there's a little bit of an outbreak with that many people in one team that are having it, whether it's coaches or players. It looks like that it is obviously an outbreak with the team itself, as opposed to, you know, one player's family members who may have, or a friend or somebody that they know that they had close encounters with had it. This looks like it's probably team related with that many people in that short space. Um, up time span so we'll definitely keep an eye on that for next week to see if that is able to write itself and see if they're able to play games past the third but like i said as of right now uh the january or the february 1st and third games that um involve the vegas golden knights are postponed for some reason no it's not nashville because that's west so yeah i can't remember who they're supposed to be playing on those two days but they are not playing them as of right now and those games will have to be made up at a later date so my next story and the only the one i have is jim rutherford resigns the general manager of the pittsburgh penguins kind of came out of nowhere especially because he had just signed a defenseman probably within like a few hours uh, next thing we hear he's resigning so this really kind of came out of nowhere he let management know they gave him the weekend to say hey you, you want to think about it before you fully make your decision and when they came back to him he still was like yeah i'm done not really too sure where this is coming from but he was definitely a key a key person in building the back-to-back Stanley Cup championships with Pittsburgh in was it 2016-17 I believe yeah 2016-17 he was the architect of that team so it was kind of kind of shocking don't know if it's gonna mean a full full retirement it was due to said personal reasons those personal reasons really were not mentioned which I mean that's not for us to really you know know if it's if it's personal i'm sure the team knows possibly why could have been some kind of issues with the team but uh it's still a very new situation uh situation it's only been a couple of days that this announcement was made so i'm pretty sure there'll be more of it to come but it was definitely a big story so it was something i couldn't really uh ignore especially with it being with the Pittsburgh penguins and like i said just kind of coming out of nowhere so uh, definitely a key a key piece in the building of, like I said, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions 
in 2016-17 is now out of Pittsburgh. And the team is they're they're sitting fourth in the division right now. Five, three, and one, but a lot of people are kind of Malkin saying, you know, he's not playing to his ability. There might just there might be a little bit of I wouldn't say dissension, obviously, but like some people are saying, you know, is is Crosby gonna be finding his way out of uh Pittsburgh soon? Is Malkin maybe gonna be finding out his way as Pittsburgh soon? That's all stuff that obviously we'll have to see where this takes us. I don't know if they're there yet to where they kind of where Chicago's at, where it's kind of like a team that is, has to think about a rebuild. They're still a pretty good team. Like I said, the record tells us that they're still in a playoff contention. So we'll definitely see what the next you know few weeks and months down the line give us for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But like I said, I thought that was a, a headline that I thought should be mentioned. So... But that's, that should do it for this week. I'll go over one time real quick. Our division leaders, not going to give the records, just go in the north. We got Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, and Winnipeg, one through four. In the central, we got Columbus, Florida, Tampa, Dallas, one through four. In the west, Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, Minnesota, one through four. And in the east, Washington, Philadelphia, Boston, and Pittsburgh, one through four. So those, as of the 30th of January, are your division leaders. And that will do it for the week review around the NHL. Like I said, if you're a Red Wings-centric fan and you want to know a little bit more in depth about how their week went, check the under channel for that specific video. If there's anything else that breaks during the week, I will definitely cover it next week and give you our updated standings and our updated point leaders. But until then, buzz out.